Hi, and welcome to LISD's Digital Dish. This podcast is hosted by Julia Frazier and Michael Vick, two of LISD's instructional technology facilitators. We will be discussing the latest digital innovations, dilemmas, and solutions for your classroom and more. We love Google, efficiency, and sharing information. Join us as we banter, debate, and discover the technology offerings of LASD and beyond. And beyond. <laughs> hey guys, here we are, Michael Vick and, and Julia Frazier, hosting episode 16? Slash 17, I don't think we know for sure. Um, we, we could count. <laughs> but well, before you downloaded or clicked on this or whatever, somebody did it and put it in your ear, I guess. You know. You know. You know what episode it is. You guys know. Right. And that's what's important to yeah. us, is mm-hmm. that you know. That's way more important. And it, is, of course, is the... Digital, Digital Dish. We are joining you here from the lovely Liz Dack building. What room number are we in? I have no idea about the room number, but I have a straight line view to the parking lot. Oh. And it looks like it's about to storm out there. These walls are pretty thin, so I'm pretty sure everybody around us can hear us too. Yep. So, you know, not only they're getting kind of a, a preview here. We're going to start off by just saying that we kind of took an unintentional yeah. hiatus there for a mm-hmm. little bit, like a month break or a month and a half break. Lots of things things have been happening in the office we've been busy and then some other things have come up michael's going to speak a little bit more about i'm that actually a superhero later and i was spending is. a lot of time trying to save the world caped crusader i saved it don't worry guys <laughs> endgame has nothing on what michael accomplished for oh, us did all. you know in endgame that there was a cameo by uh, matthew barry you don't know who Matthew Berry is. No. He is <laughs> he is the host of ESPN's Fantasy Focus podcast. Oh, oh, a podcast. I know. I know. He, that's, yeah, that's why that's why I said it. Like he really is like the biggest thing in ESPN fantasy. Wow. And uh, he did a cameo. I'm like, and Mary's like four rows because our kids are between us and we're watching Endgame. And she's like four rows o- or four seats over. And I'm like, hey, Mary, Mary, this is this, this, that's that's Matthew Barry. I'm sure the people at the theater loved uh, you. Know, well, our kids were making enough noise at that point. If it didn't you, really matter. <laughs> if you were at the Alamo Draft House, you would have been asked to leave for making oh, such a scene. Seriously? Yeah, which is oh. why I love the Alamo Draft House. You love that about Alamo Draft? Yeah. Well, you need to watch your movies in quiet reverence of what's occurring on the screen even if there are children i mean this is a children-ish movie can be uh no your children cannot talk during endgame sorry (laughs) well that's part of the reason why we hadn't seen Um, it up to this point alamo draft house also has special kids screenings so kids where kids are allowed and That's so, called segregation. It's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's called smart. That is against the law. It's called people without children can see their movies in peace. <laughs> you know, one of these days you're going to have children. And you're I gonna, know. You're going to be on my side. I will, argument. but for right now, I'm going to stand <laughs> firmly where my flag flag is planted. I get, I get it. I know. Well, like if Mary and I were going out to a movie, we would we would really appreciate not seeing other people's children because we yeah we're not even with ours exactly i get it it's like the time we went y'all we went to trivia one time and they stuck me and sean at the end of the table with all the kids and they said that there was a look of pure terror on my face <laughs> <That was so> funny. 
And so they all moved so that we were not sitting by the kids anymore. No, Mary and I moved. Everybody yeah. else was content with just letting you deal with that. <laughs> Mary and I felt, we felt pity on you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, we're going to go ahead and kick off our episode. Oh, we're going to talk about real stuff. Yeah, we're going to talk about some real stuff now. Taking a sharp left turn at Endgame and arriving at something actually that is quite appropriate and that is the LISD Film Fest. Film Fest. Why is that quite appropriate? Because it I has mean, to I do... love talking about it. I just don't understand why it's. Endgame was a movie, and oh, the Film Fest was about film. Got it. I got it. <laughs> got it. The cinematic uh, turn of events we've had here. So we had the Film Fest on Thursday mm. night. Was the award ceremony. That is and such an awesome facility. The MCL yes, Grand. Yes, we had it at the MCL Grand, which is awesome because you can come in. We have the red carpet event set up for pictures. Jane Germany, his husband, Bill Germany, always is our photographer, so he takes pictures for us. We have concessions donated by Frito-Lay. We have a step and repeat, um, and then you go into the actual auditorium for the award ceremony. But the cool thing is, is there's also a black box to watch the film. It is seriously the coolest venue. Mm-hmm. It's perfect It is for this. so, so wonderful. So we had our Rising Stars ceremony, and then our three through five ceremony, and then our secondary ceremony. A lot of turnout. A lot of turnout. Last year when we did this, we had the fire marshal call because we were over capacity, but in this year we split up pre-K and three through five. And so I could tell if they were together, we would have been over capacity. Yeah, because the three through five was packed to the brim. It was. Um, it was a wonderful night celebrating creativity and choice and all of that. And hard work. You know, this yeah. isn't something that these kids had to do. Mm-hmm. This is something they chose to do. Absolutely. It was amazing. And even the ones like, some teachers, of course, have assignments where kids have to turn in videos. It's a great assignment idea, but... These videos, these films were beyond that. You yes. know, they, they took extra time and they learned so much about film and filmmaking in general. Like there's so many things like it, you say that anybody can grab a phone and just make a video and that's true. But like to make an actual film that would win an award, you got to make sure your sound is correct. Make sure the acting's legit. Make sure your transitions look good. Make sure your message is clear and consistent. Like you have to do all these things. And there's so much learning there. Yes, absolutely. Crazy talented kids. Michael, of course, and our other co-worker, Sam Shropshire, were our MC. Shropshire. Sorry. Wow. Whoa, Shropshire. I added in a Shire It in looks there. like Shire. It does. It does. Shropshire. I don't... Sorry, Sam. Whoopsie. Yeah. Anyway. There's, there's a little bit more pressure <laughs> saying things correctly when you have a mic staring that at you. That is true. I mess up things all the time. I make up words half the time, as we know. Yeah. They were our MCs. Hostesses with the mostesses. No, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's we're gonna go with it. It's fun. I had a brand new suit that I got to wear. Yes, was, you did. I felt, I felt snazzy. They created a great little intro video. I was taken out of my comfort zone of normally standing off stage, ushering yeah. the little children on and saying, "You can do it." Smile. And to actually being on stage handing out awards. Yeah. And you also did something else that really helped us out. So when I made this, the intro video, oh, yeah, yeah. when Sam and I made the intro video, it's basically a compilation of terrible dad jokes. That's pretty much, <laughs> with, with some intermixed previous student entry videos that were really good. And we just made dad jokes the whole time. And so, of course, I'm really concerned that I'm going to say a dad joke and everybody's just going to, you know, casually golf clap or we're going to hear crickets or something. 
but we've made signs. Giant signs. Giant signs that said laugh and had a little laugh person icon and applause. An emoji, if right? you will. So just in case there was no actual response, we forced the audience yes. to respond by putting out the posters. It was it was quite fun. I got to hold up the laugh sign. I strategically planned that because I like laughing. Yes. So <laughs> I held up the laugh sign. It was great. The Film Fest on Thursday night, if you haven't had a chance to check out any of the films, make sure you go to, to filmfest.lisd.net and they're all posted there. And we'll post a link for the red carpet photos later um, as well. So you just want to check back there to see what great talent we have in Louisville. But it was also special for another reason. Yes, I'm glad you said that because I was about to bring it up anyway. So <laughs> if you would notice in the first place, three, grades three through five instructional category, the first place winner was my own daughter, Addison Vick. Yes, and what's even more special about that is the fact that Addie was was very adamant that her dad not take yeah. part in her film. <laughs> it actually drove me crazy because it could have been so much better. <laughs> it's out of order, but whatever. Okay. You, she listen, did great. You watch it. Send us some fan feedback. Hashtag the dig dish, which is really the dig dish. But it's easier for me to say dig dish. <laughs> Just give us some feedback on that. Let Addie know that she should have put the putting the black clothes on before. <laughs> Do not use our podcast. <laughs> To get your to teach your daughter your own perceived <laughs> lesson, Michael. Jeez. But if you actually do want to see some stuff from the Film Fest, you can follow their official Twitter, which is at LISD Film Fest or the hashtag, hashtag LISD Film Fest. Yeah. Check it out. We're going to transition on into talking about some ways that you can end the year on a positive digital note. So this um, is the so just to give you a little bit of context, this is the Monday of the last week of school. Yes. And so one of the things that we wrapped up last year on that we're going to wrap up this year is just kind of thinking about your technology and not and not just like your actual devices, but you know, your Google Drive, the cloud stuff, the stuff on your bookmarks bar, just cleaning that up and getting it ready for next year. Because you know what's going to happen is you're going to have the greatest intentions in the world to do it over summer, and then you're not because you're human and nobody does. So. And sitting by the pool or going on vacation, yeah. or for some of us working in another job, is going to take mm -hmm. precedence over those things and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that like michael said you really want to focus on cleaning up your personal technology delete things out of your drive that you're not going to use anymore yeah organize your drive into folders you guys all know what crazy organizer i am mm -hmm. this is a good time for me too yeah like in your in your google drive you know i know sometimes you're like i might use that some other time but at the very least grab a folder Make a new folder, call it other, and throw everything in that other folder. I mean, we have unlimited storage with Google Drive, so that's not a concern. But getting it out of the way so that it's not in the way when you're ready to start the next school year. Or, yeah. or, or organizing it in a way where you can find it easier. You know, just filing it away where you can find it. Absolutely. And, of course, some of you longtime listeners know my great pet peeve of an unclean desktop. Mm. You really want to clean up that desktop. Hey, I cleaned mine up the other day. You want to look? I bet it's not clean enough for me. Well, it's probably not, but it is better than it usually is. Okay. I'm, guys, I'm scared. I'm looking at his computer with trepidation. He's closing some windows. Lots of windows are open. <laughs> okay, it is. 
It is actually it's a little bit better. It's better. It well, is look better. at all these screenshots. Like those are new. This all happened recently. Okay. So it guys, he has consolidated down to four rows of stuff, columns. Excuse me, four columns of things. And then we got these situations. Yeah. Down here, uh -huh. over here. Yeah. But that's the ten second clips that I made. So. I can fest. confirm he did spend some time cleaning it up. Okay. I can also confirm that I too cleaned up my desktop. I'm down to one column. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Bye. Wait, wait. Calm. Time out. I'm interrupting like a big jerk. Okay. Julia taught me something really cool. Is that what you're about to say? Oh, well, I was just saying I, I consolidated down. No, no, five. you got to tell me what you did. Oh. Tell, well, tell them they can't see here. Look, I'm going to turn the mic. Mike, look at this. <laughs> so, oh, wait, that doesn't work. I took all of my folders. For those of you who don't know me personally or haven't seen my personal technology or backpack, I love cacti and succulents. So I have my computer. Wait, has wait, what? Succulents? Succulents. Is that a type of cactus? No, they're different. It Does it look like a cactus? No. Mm. Alright, you keep talking. I'm going to okay. Google this. <laughs> so I just think I just blew Michael's mind. Anyway. No, you did not blow my mind. I just... love cacti and succulents. Oh, it's like little bitty plants. Yeah, they're little succulent plants. I don't know how else to describe them. Oh. And so my computer covers succulents and cacti. My backpack is succulents and cacti. My phone, everything. Have it everywhere. Could a cacti be a succulent? Um, like a little bitty... Unclear. I don't think so. I think they're two different categories of plants. Okay. They're both hardy plants. Hardy worm. Anyway, that's not what I'm trying to talk about right now, Michael. What I am trying to talk about is, so I changed all of the folders. You know how you can make a folder, a desktop folder, right. and it's that blue folder. I changed all of them to pictures of succulents and cacti with little labels on them as to what's in that folder. Right. And if you're not, if you don't really want to be a big dork and put it all under, <laughs> you can put any pictures there. Like, yes, she made, she, okay, I'll give you some credit. These are pretty cool. They match in style. And I mean, she knows where to go to get her fonts, which she has a whole folder of fonts, which tells you a little something about her, <laughs> but she has different... <laughs> Different folders where she can actually identify where they were. So they're not just folders where you have to read that little bitty words. It's like an actual button that Amen. you're clicking yeah. on. Yeah, it looks like it, that's exactly what it looks like, a button on your desktop. Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time doing this, not too terribly long, but I feel yeah, like... It's really easy. I mean, I was surprised by how easy it was yes. when you told me. And I showed Michael, and I feel like he's the only one that fully appreciated my design nerdiness of this. So. I've shown, like, I've told like three different people. So thank you. I mean, I don't know how much they cared, but I did tell them. Thank you. I really appreciate and it. think about, like, we're, we're telling six or seven people right now. <laughs> Hear this? This is for this is for you, Lori and Corey and Lisa, <laughs> the people I know. Who and Mary, when she's in the car and I'm listening. <laughs> so you're welcome. Um, anyway, so, yes, you want to make sure that you clean all those things up. You also want to make sure that your technology pieces that you're using with students are cleaned up as well. And by this I mean, like for example, if you are a elementary school teacher and you're using Google Classroom, please make sure that you return any assignments that the kids turn into you back to the students or else they don't have access to that assignment anymore. How are you they going to put it on their e-portfolio? Exactly, oh, if man. you're still the owner of it. So return all those assignments and then archive the class so that the kids don't have access to that anymore. Remember, if you're not actively monitoring that Google Classroom over the summer, you have no idea what kids are putting in it or what they're commenting on or what they're saying. And you really want to make sure 
that that class is archived so that there is nothing that you wouldn't want on their Google Classroom visible to them. Okay. You're also going to want... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, time out. So you're giving them stuff back in Google Classroom, right? I mean, this is a good time to actually teach those lessons for them to organize too. True, yeah. It's not just about the teacher getting organized and getting situated with getting ready for next year. Mm -hmm. You know, this is that's an important and very important skill that not a lot of people have. And I'm not just saying students, like people in general don't have the skill of just taking your files and organizing them. I mean, just at the very least, have them go through all their untitled documents. And title them. And title them or delete them or do something yeah. that, instead of keep them in untitled. Or, you know, even have helping your kids move all of their work into a fourth grade folder or a third there grade folder yeah. or fifth grade folder a good or idea. whatever. So it's not just in there junking it up you're you're showing them how to organize their stuff you're also going to want to archive or delete students from any third-party resources so if you have your kids in seesaw or epic or kahoot or padlet any of those resources that you've had them sign a parent permission form i'm sorry that you've had not the kids sign it but the parents yeah, yeah, sign yeah. a parent permission form for if they're in those tools you want to archive or delete them you don't want data to be collected on those kids for longer than is needed. So go ahead and just kick them out of the accounts. And if they're in them again next year with their new teachers, they'll put them into those accounts for And them. if you have any shared devices in your classroom too, for secondary, that's a big deal. You got to make sure you clear out those secondary devices. I remember in my classroom, I had 10, like the old, old school iPads with the old charger. Oh yeah. yeah they, they were clunky. Yes. They I mean, were. at the time, I mean, this was four years ago, they were still old, but they weren't this old. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw them in the, we're getting rid of this technology back, back room of the library the other day. Because I stole them at Hedrick. And yeah. So I saw them You were there. like, ooh. I remember those. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, that was a good time for me to go through and just, you know, delete all the pictures that the kids took that they shouldn't yeah. have taken. And fix my apps and consider new apps that I would want to put on there. Absolutely. Like, like Michael said, deleting the pictures off the camera roll. Making sure that if there's any assignments on the camera roll that the students might need that they get it mm -hmm. into their Google Drive. If you have more than one Google Drive on a device, deleting it off of that device. So what about Canvas? What are they going to need to do with Canvas? Oh, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. So one thing that I've been kind of making the rounds on is, so this is our first year of Canvas, mm -hmm. as you know, and a lot of teachers just, they just kind of did the minimum. They did, they just put in a few assignments here and there. They did a few announcements here and there. And um, it, everything else is the same, but all the stuff they did in their welcome module where they put information about them and their course, they put their schedule, their tutoring times, the classroom expectations, that stuff they're going to want to keep. Now they have, we had all teachers make a master course, but things, that was a long time ago, it was 187 days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and so no a lot of things have changed, likely changed, and they, if they haven't changed this school year, they definitely will change next school year. You know, it's very rare when a teacher has the same assignment, same tutoring time, same schedule. It never, it like never happens. Mm -hmm. And so what I've, what I've gone through with teachers is I just had them make a copy of that course or I'll just go through the whole steps. You go create a new course, a blank course, and then you go to settings and you import everything from your current Skyward course into that new course. And um, there's, I've sent out some graphics and, okay. and some stuff on how to do that too. And if you don't, you have a week to let me know. Or, <laughs> or your ITF. Right, or your ITF. <laughs> um, and so you want to make sure you back that stuff up because at the end of the term, I think maybe we made it last through the weekend. 
all the classes that were created from Skyward are going to go away. Or they're going to go into archives. I mean, you can technically get them. They're just going to be harder to find. Find, And you want to be able to have access to the things that you right. created and maybe put in there on the fly and, right. you know, came up with. And more than anything, like, after a year of Canvas, you can kind of start... That was just like, oh, what does this do? What does this do? What does this do? And you want to make sure that you adjust, right? You're, right. New, you're new to Canvas. I know if I, taught a, if I taught a class at the beginning of the year, it would be very different than how I'd want to teach it next year on Canvas after a whole year of using it. You'd want to minimize what's available on your navigation. You're going to want to make sure you bring in stuff into modules and you indent them, maybe even do some master path stuff. There's a whole lot of cool stuff you can do in Canvas now that you have a year under your belt that you can kind of yeah, utilize. Absolutely. And and kids too, you know, this is they've used it for a year. They're better at it as well. They and parents are going to be expecting a lot more information on Canvas, and so you need to be ready for that. Absolutely. I'm not really going to go into next year's requirements yet. Uh, it's going to have a lot to do with making sure you have better assignments in there, more assignments in there, and that you do a whole lot more with the grade book. And so there's going to be a new grade book, but we're going to have summer training on that. Okay, So get cool. you guys ready. So get ready for it. <laughs> Did you like that? Okay, guys. We are going to Oh, is this, the, this, is, this is an intense moment, this guys. This is an intense moment, and I'm just going to let Michael have his moment, and I'm just going to not be yeah. too sad about yeah. it. <laughs> well, the reason – we kind of alluded to it earlier. The reason why we've taken a while to get back on this episode is because – the digital learning department is actually losing some positions. And so for, they're losing the four newest ITFs, basically, secondary ITFs, and one elementary, but she was leaving anyway. And I'm one of them. And so I'm no longer going to be a secondary ITF in Louisville. And it's kind of been hard. I've had to like get my ducks in a row and apply for other positions and, and just kind of see looks like I'll be out of Louisville this next year. My wife is still in Louisville, and there's a good chance I'll come back after a year or two depending on what happens with recapture. You know, our district lost a lot, or is going to have to send a lot of money back to the state. And they made some hard cuts, and I'm sure you, whoever's listening to this knows all about this. They made hard cuts a lot of places, including digital learning. Yeah, and just an important reminder to vote and make sure that your voices are heard about mm -hmm. what... Um, about if you can vote more than once, you should try to figure that out. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, don't commit too much That's voter fraud, fraud <laughs> but, um, you know, so get... To just, like I said, a reminder to get out there and vote. So, um, you know, we are keeping the future of the podcast open. Yeah, we're not sure. Up it in the air. A lot of it depends on what kind of position I get next year and how much time I have and how far away and how willing we are to record outside school hours, too, yes. I think, which I would be, but... We'll have to we'll have to just you know see what that looks like next year. Yeah, chances are pretty good. I think right now we're probably going to continue the digital dish, but it'll be branded differently. Differently, maybe. Yeah, yeah. and we kind of been thinking about going that direction anyway. Right. So this is just the the way that we could do it. Yeah. So yeah. So just keep keep sending us positive vibes. If you see Michael around, give him a high five or a hug or a. That's fine. If I, it's just random people come give me a hug, I'll know. Yes, you'll know I'll why. Know. You'll know, I'll know why. Well, speaking of random hugs, so this at the end of Film Fest, I haven't told you this. <laughs> this this kid, he was he, he must have been in like fifth fourth grade because I could tell he's a little older than Addy, and he comes up to me and he goes, "Huggy, have a huggy," and I'm like, "Okay." So I gave him a, <laughs> I gave him a side hug, but as a you know grown hairy male, that's generally not a good idea. <laughs> for me but there were enough people around to so know it was his idea 
you're like, oh no. He's gonna. He's a little old for that. That's funny. He's a little old for that. But uh, that's okay. It was, cute. it was still really cute. You know, was... that is part of the reason why I've always been in charge of ushering children on and off the stage because <laughs> I had the warm pat them yeah. on the back. I've got that elementary temperament. That, right. uh, you know, that's that part of the reason why it. I like being MC because everybody kind of they see me up there making stupid jokes and they're like, oh, he's not a threat. Yeah. And he seems like he's like he's, he's just fine. a neat guy. He's fine. <laughs> so yeah. So that's the deal with next year. I wanted to let everybody know through podcast. Um, but I don't think we're recording over summer. So that's definitely yeah. going to be a break anyway. It'll be a natural break anyway. Yeah. We'll, we'll start back up yeah. when the school year or we will release some sort of... Yeah, like Twitter announcement or, or something about what the future is. But I know that... Chances are pretty good that it's going to yeah. go. You know, the two, the two top running jobs right now are Digital Learning Coach at Frisco, which is... Which would be the same job in Frisco, which would be great to get a different perspective from a different, you know, high-ranking district mm-hmm. um, or an online math teacher. Those are the two things. And the online math teacher, that's a different perspective too, you know, as, yeah, as that's kind true. of like a totally different idea of what a classroom could look like. Yeah. I just, I couldn't imagine podcasting with anyone but Michael because I think we make a good team, but we yeah. will let you guys know. I couldn't do it. What, what, you know, we'll let you guys know. But, um, yeah. Be, guys. Very highly distracted. People keep walking by these windows uh, and, and saying keep hi. looking up. And actually, you know, I kind of feel like when people walk by, they're like, oh, my God, they're podcasting. That means I might get mentioned on the podcast. Do <laughs> you feel like that's happening? They're like, oh, my gosh, this is public. Are they live? <laughs> are they live? Are they going to mention me? So any awkward pauses can be attributed to the fact that we are in a sort of a fishbowl situation right now. Mm-hmm. That's okay, though. It's better than what happened at TCEA. That is oh, getting kicked <laughs> off that table. That was so funny. It's so funny. But, you know, we hope that you guys have a wonderful, restful, well-deserved summer vacation in whatever pursuits you may be endeavoring in. Yeah. And... Yeah, if you're doing summer school, teach your heart out. Yes. You got this. It's been a wonderful 2019... Oh, nope. Trying to jump ahead, 2018-2019 school year, and um, we'll catch you on the flip side. See you later. Bye. Bye, everybody.